0: Hi, my name is Christy Kramer and this is Michigan Unsolved, the true crime podcast that is solely focusing on unsolved cases in Michigan. There is no case too small. My goal is to give victims of unsolved crimes the voice they deserve. hey everyone welcome back i have been hoping to do a bonus episode like this never thought it would be this fast as i've mentioned before the whole reason of doing this podcast is to bring awareness to these unsolved cases and to give the victims a voice and if a case happens to get solved then wow what a day and guess what? Today is the day. In episode 7, I told you about three young women who were murdered in the early 1980s. Anne Doragazi, Kimberly Louis L., and Christina Castiglione. I told you about the immense similarities between the cases, especially Kim and Christina's. Both Kim and Christina went missing from the Redford and Livonia areas, two cities that sit side by side and they were only a few miles apart. They were found in rural areas of Livingston County. Both girls had been sexually assaulted and strangled, which led to their deaths. DNA was found in both cases. However, the DNA in Kim's case had been mishandled and was no longer viable. But today, I'm here to tell you about Christina's case. Obviously, there have been so many advances in DNA analysis since the 1980s. And thanks to genealogy websites and so many people wanting to connect with distant relatives, a connection has been made. According to the USA Today, in March of 2022, the Sheriff's Office applied for and received a grant grant. Funding through the Season of Justice to conduct advanced DNA testing on the samples taken from Christina in 1983. Season of Justice is a nonprofit organization dedicated to funding DNA testing on unsolved cold cases. In May of 2022, DNA evidence from the case was sent to a private forensic laboratory in Texas. Scientists used forensic-grade genome sequencing to develop a comprehensive genealogical profile from the DNA of the unknown suspect. This sent something to the authorities. It led them to Charles David Shaw, who lived in Livonia less than five miles from where Christina went missing. Shaw himself actually died in November of 1983 from accidental sexual asphyxiation. Christina had gone missing in March of 83. According to Shaw's family, he struggled with sex addiction, addiction, mental illness, and gender identity. Shaw was no stranger to the police. He was arrested in 1973 on a breaking and entering charge. In 77, he was arrested on a drug possession charge. And in 1981, he was sentenced to two weeks in prison for an attempted abduction of a woman at a Fowlerville parking lot. And then in 1982, he was arrested for stealing women's shoes from a Kmart. They were able to confirm that Sean was a match to the DNA sample taken from Christina's body by three separate Familia DNA comparison tests. The family of Christina Castiglione finally have a name, and and although they will never get justice, hopefully they can find comfort in knowing no other woman will lose their life to the hands of this monster. Now let's talk about Kim's case for one minute. If Shaw lived close to where Christina went missing, then in theory he would have also lived close to where Kim went missing. Shaw lived in Livonia, and that is where Kim disappeared from. I hope investigators continue to look into a possible connection. I still believe that there is a possible connection between Anne, Kim, and Christina's cases with a probable connection with Kim and Christina. Stay tuned, and maybe we'll have more good news in the future. But for now, Michigan Unsolved hopes Christina Castellone can finally rest in peace.